This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Roger Woodall from the Eventful Entrepreneur Podcast. Roger is one of the leaders when it comes to events. Over the past 20 years, he's created and owned 1,500 live events and sold over 1 million tickets, along with a whole lot of other things we're going to dive into today. Roger, thanks so much for joining us. No worries, Seth. Pleasure to be here, buddy. All right, so let's go back in time. 1,500 events, a million tickets. How did you get started? Wow, I got started 20, what, 23 years ago. I was in my uh, I was in my last year at university. I was doing a PE sports science degree at a sports university here and started throwing, um, it was a Wednesday night at the local nightclub. Had a 1,000 people in there and I was one of the main rugby boys on campus and um, basically went to the local nightclub and said, look, you're charging £2 entry to get in. Why don't we make it three pound? I keep a pound and you keep the two pound and I'll get more people through the doors. And uh, that's how it all started 20 odd years ago. And I walked in to increase that nightclub capacity to 2000 people every week. I was coming out of 2000 pounds cash as a, as a student in 1999. So uh, that's where it all started. And that's where I saw the opportunity to scale it up and take it national. That is absolutely fantastic. So I'm sure the longer version is in the uh, book somewhere. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit. How did you fill the rooms? How did you get more? How did you sell more tickets? How did you market that? Yeah, well, back then, you got to remember there was no social media. Right. You know, this was all about flyers and posters and, and getting the right people on board and build, building teams of people. And it was literally old school marketing where you'd be flyering. You know, there's 12,000 students on campus. You know, that was music to my ears, Seth, back then. You know, I was getting a pound a man. So, you know, the more people I got through the doors, the more money I was getting as a, as a final year student. And, you know, I got those numbers for 1,000 to 2,000 every single week. And it was full on in your face promoting and marketing as you do you know, to get the word out there. But I was also creating really good content. Um, lots of celebrities were going to the to the events and there was lots of good content and uh, great drinks prices and great music with DJs and different acts on every single week and fancy dress. And it really, really, uh, really was appealing to the student. 
Awesome. And then how did you turn that into, um, into the business you've got today? Tell us a little bit about the journey. Yeah. Well, the journey was, um, you know, I saw an opportunity. There was no student promoters in the UK at the time. I saw all the nightclubs in the UK in the major cities, your Manchester's, your London's, all the nightclubs were closed midweek. So there's big sleeping nightclubs. There were 2000 capacity clubs that were doing nothing. So I would go to the nightclub owner and say, look, your club's dead on a Wednesday. Why don't you open it up for me? And I'll put 2000 students in there. And, you know, at peak, we had 12 student nights in all the major cities around the UK every single week. I'll take the door money. Uh, the nightclub would take the bar money uh, and everyone was a winner. Everyone was winning and uh, the win-win situation. The students were happy with great entertainment, great drinks prices and great fun. I was happy because I was taking the door money and the nightclub were happy because they were all of a sudden closed. Now they're open taking 30 grand on the bar. Absolutely fantastic. Um, in 2007, you came up with an idea, which is now the world's largest sport and music festival. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, mate. Well, that was the the next the next step for me was going from putting on 1,500 parties in clubs again. Right, the next step is to put all these people in a big field. And today we've got 30,000 people once a year in a field partying for three days uh, in a sport and music festival. So in 2007, there was lots of music festivals in the UK. There wasn't any sport and music festivals. And that's when the idea came about. And um, I saw a huge opportunity to create something fresh and new for like-minded people. Um, and that's what we did. Um, and we grew that from our first year was in 2008. And now we're coming into our 14th year. Wow, that is absolutely incredible. When you were running you know, 1500 event, how do you manage that? How do you manage that process? How do you, how do you run a company with 1500 things going on in different places? Well, it's not 1500, it was 1500 parties over 10 year period. Ah, okay. So that makes a lot yeah. more sense. But theoretically, 12, that, that's yeah. quite a few every year. Well, it, it, it's, it's plenty every year. It's, uh, it's 12 at peak, we had 12 every week. You know, and I can't be in Manchester and be in London on the same night. So, you know, it was building teams of people, people who are trusted, family members taking the door money, uh, making sure I had teams of promoters in those cities, whether it's Manchester or Birmingham or Leicester or London. Um, and it's staying on top of it. But you've got to remember back then it was just me and my mobile, me, the mobile phone and, and, and making sure there was a lot of trust there. And because there was lots of uh, there was lots of cash being passed around. So it was you had to have a lot of trust with the making sure that, you know, a thousand to three thousand people are coming in every week, making sure the door money adds up to what it should do um, and making sure everyone has a brilliant time and a great experience that they want to come back the following week. Absolutely. And how did you fill the room for the, I mean, world's largest sport and music festival? First of all, what is the difference between a music festival and a sport and music festival? Well, if you can imagine, you know, we're called the Sporting Glastonbury down here at Bournemouth Sevens Festival. So you imagine we've got 400 competing teams, all adult teams uh, across rugby sevens, dodgeball, volleyball, hockey and netball. And they all come in from different parts of the UK. Teams flying in from Australia, New Zealand. And you imagine all the sport being played between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. And then you have another influx of another 25,000 people coming to party. Uh, we've got 12 festival arenas, big top dance tents with big DJs and acts to 80s tents, the 90s tents, the cider tents, the VIP and VVIP and celebrity tents. It's just uh, it's a real good fun weekend, you know. That sounds like a phenomenal experience. Obviously, you ran into COVID and recently and then had to pivot. Talk a little bit about that. 
Yeah, well, COVID came. I didn't even know what the word COVID meant or pandemic meant or all the words that come out like this time last year. And we had to think quickly on our feet. So um, we had to postpone our festival in 2020 and we moved the date to August 2020 in the hope that we could put it on. Then we had to cancel. And that was a kick in the plums for the events industry worldwide, you know. Um, but when you've got 30,000 people who have bought their tickets, you know, there's a lot of hoops to jump through to, to make sure that everyone's happy still. But what we couldn't believe was that 80% of people kept their tickets for 2021. 80% is a huge number of people having their belief in loving your festival that they want to keep their ticket for this year. So it gave me a lot of time to think in 2020, considering everything going on, as we all had. And uh, so I come up with the idea of pivoting and uh, creating my own podcast called The Eventful Entrepreneur. Um, I've kept myself private all my life. I mean, I'm in my young th- uh, 40s. And everyone was telling me I've got to go public and tell my story. So I told my story on the Eventful Entrepreneur podcast. It went viral around the UK very quickly. People loved it. So I carried on doing the podcast and interviewing some sporting icons and some rock stars and DJs and comedians and um, other entrepreneurs in the festival world. So that's what we did. And it's, and, it's, and it's gone viral very quickly. So, yeah, loving it, in fact. Very new to it. I'm only six months in, but it's... Uh, Loving the loving the whole everything to do with podcasting. Awesome! Well, congratulations on the pivot. How I love love the podcast. How are obviously you had quite a revenue stream with uh, events with thirty thousand people in them, along with everything else you were doing. Um, what else are you doing now to grow your business in other ways? Yeah, we're actually we're actually I identified that the world was going tits up. Um, I knew there was going to be a global recession. I've been here before in 2001 and 2008, so I knew what was coming. And because I knew what was coming, I was super excited by it. Even though I lost a lot of money in the festival last year, you know, you've got to cancel the festival two months before, you're going to lose a lot of money. I also identified that the world of computers keeps evolving. The world of watches, the world of Apple, the world of cars, Range Rover, everything's evolving. What I did know was the educational world wasn't evolving with universities. Now, there was a massive myth out there, Seth, that people had to go to university doing an events degree to get into the events industry. Well, I knew from the years of experience that I've been in the events world, 20 plus years, that you didn't need that degree. So it made me realise that, you know, to go to university, most kids leave there with £50,000 worth of debt around their neck. I identified that if I could create an events course, an online events course that they could do in a fraction of the time and a fraction of the price is that's where the huge opportunity was. And I've been working on it now for 10, 11 months. And I brought in 40 of the industry experts who are in the events industry today, um, who are bringing all their knowledge. And we've creating this wonderful course called uh, the event crowd. Um, We've just had it rubber stamped by the Chartered Institute of Marketing, which allows us to go global across the English speaking countries in Canada, USA, Australia, New Zealand, and obviously the UK. So, you know, our course is 2000 pounds, which is probably two and a half thousand dollars, I'd imagine, or something roughly around something like that. And um, we're solving a problem, Zeth. We're solving a huge problem. You know, I don't, I'm not a big believer of people leaving university and leaving, going into their business world with being 50,000 pounds in debt. Come and do our online course. We'll teach you everything you need to know from start to finish about the events industry and about putting on events or building, creating a business in a box. Um, And yeah, that's what we're doing. Bringing all the top people in from the Olympics, Glastonbury Festival, London Marathon, all our team, 
anyone who wants to do this course, whether you want to get into weddings, uh, sporting events, concerts, festivals, you know, we have created something for you. That is absolutely incredible. You know, you've overcome so many different cycles of challenges and adversity in your career. What do you think were a couple of the most important lessons you learned? A couple of points, keeping it simple. Uh, really, I've kept business simple from day one. I've never overcomplicated it. I've never created jargon and long words. I've kept it simple and made sure that I'm doing something that I really enjoy. Um, and the adversity that's arisen now wasn't any different to what it was in 2008 or 2001 with the Twin Towers. And uh, it's just a cycle that we're going through. And also to understand that we're going to go through another cycle of this in 10 years time or eight years time or seven years time. And then we're going to go through another one. So when the times are good, enjoy them because there is going to be a blip for a year or two, but that's where entrepreneurs like ourselves and like yourselves see opportunities because it resets the whole world. Absolutely. For our folks who are watching and listening and want to learn more about all things Roger and the Eventful Entrepreneur podcast and the course, where are the best places for us to send them? Just go to my podcast. Check out podcast, The Eventful Entrepreneur. Check it out on Apple iTunes. You'll see all the wonderful reviews we've had. I'm talking about written reviews. It's easy to get five stars and four stars. These are written reviews by over 395 people writing their reviews about the podcast. Everything's on there and that can lead to all our websites and our festival websites, et cetera. And um, yeah, it's all there. Awesome. Well, this has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Roger Whittle of The Eventful Entrepreneur. Roger, thank you so much for joining us. Yours is a pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed it, Seth. You take care, buddy. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.